and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 151, So Many Choices. In this week's episode, where's the chicken? Tunbridge Wells. JFG Ash goes hunting. Big game. JFG Alex gets virtual. <laughs> There's some news. But not much news. And finally, is VR there yet? No. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 151. My name is Alex, and I'm joined by my very good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy. How are you doing there? What's up, my man? <laughs> what up, YouTube? It's your boy. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been watching some Vic and Bob on YouTube oh, this yeah. week. And uh, the old doctor, what's his name? Shakamoto or something. <laughs> Fucking yeah. piercing myself. Uh Big thanks to John putting me onto that as well. And um, yeah, he just uh, had the interview with old Dr. Shakamoto. He pops out and goes, what's up, my man? It's just like, yep, mildly racist. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, as always, feeling good on a Wednesday this week, buddy. Yeah. um, Sparkling thoughts give me the hope to go on. That's the thing they do, isn't it? They give you the hope to go on and so on. I'll tell you what, I'm gagging for a fucking beer. And what are you drinking this evening, buddy? Uh, I'm on the Abbots. The old uh, Green King Abbots Ale tonight. It's a, oh, very nice. It's a 5% now. It'll do the job. Yeah. Uh, that's very what, tasty what indeed. Want. Um, Well, I mean, I've literally just made notes for this two minutes ago, so I'm super prepared for this podcast this week. Oh, lovely. I mean, this week's gone so quick. It's insane. Like, time is... Of the essence. Evanescence? Yeah. What have you been doing with that time? It's <sighs> a tough question. I mean, one that I'm going to hopefully answer right now. Um, well, a, a while back, I've, I've been talking about playing some of my old games, you know, hold off from buying new ones. Made that list and uh, obviously failed at the task because I've clearly bought a new game this week. He's one at the game of buying games. One at the game of buying games, yeah. Thanks to JJ twisting my arm um, last week or whenever it was, uh, saying there, yeah, you should just fucking try it. So, yeah, I bought Monster Hunter World, buddy. Stuck about 15 hours into it now. It's, yeah, it's going good. I think. I don't know. I'll talk about it later. Yeah, I'll ask you various questions about it when we move out of this section, um, <laughs> because that's where we do these things. There's a, there's a structure for a reason, and uh, I, I was just getting, I was, you know, it's a bit too keen. I was getting, you know. I was getting keen, and I, you, you know, a natural, natual gamingtons buddy. I was like, I'm just going to start asking him all sorts of fucking it's, questions you know, about that video game. You're curious, ah. by curious, by, 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 just, just curious, yeah. Okay. Just curious. But yeah, I managed to play with um, uh, a couple of hours with JJ as well at the weekend. Play some Modern Hunter with him. Yeah, he showed me some of the ropes. Like, I think I have a a firm grip of uh, grip grip of (laughs) how to. He's got a grip now. I've got some grips. Um, 
I've had to play that game now uh, after playing it for 15 hours, which was, uh, you know, probably a lot longer than it should take to get hold of a game. But, you know, big RPGs, lots of new things to learn. It's been good. Oh, I went to a shitty theme park this week. Uh, good. What's the name of it? White something? I don't know. Anyway, it's in Nottingham. It's like for younger kids. There's a little farm there. There's a runaway train. There's uh, what's the things you go down on the old um, the mats? I can't remember now. What the... Helter skelter. Kind of like a helter skelter, but not that yeah. cool because it doesn't go round and round. It just goes down. Oh, uh, it just so... helters. It doesn't skelter. Yeah, I think so. It's just a helter. You want a helter? Yeah, not not so <laughs> okay. great. And um, yeah, and it rained there as well, so that was good. Uh, Lovely fun day yeah. out for me. There's a lot of it about. Yeah, I uh, I went to Birmingham today. I went to the NEC, the Northern Eastern Centre. You're going with that, are you? I think that's right. Okay. What is it? Like something energy crisis? <laughs> Northern Energy Crisis? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I literally, I have I pro- no idea. Is it, is it something? I'm gonna, I'll take a punter exhibition centre to begin with, and then maybe I chuck, I don't know, national or Nash- something like Ooh, that. On. Not northern exhibition. I'm going to go exhibition centre for national the national epidemic centre. The epidemic centre. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I went there today. The one. Uh, don't really ask me why. There was a caravan show. I got um, invited <laughs> by the um, in-laws. They were going and. Uh, yeah, caravans, mate. You in the market, buddy? Not really. Uh, there was okay. a climbing wall there, though, which was fun. Okay. I waited around for an hour for my son to have five minutes on a climbing wall. That was really cool. That sounds great. Oh, mate, I loved it. Uh, it was the best experience of my life. <laughs> At the caravan show. The caravan show, mate. Um, what actually yeah. did make my week better um, was I fixed my lazy, shit-ass controller... When you hold down L2, it walks forward. I fixed it. Oh, shit, okay. How did you achieve this, buddy? Did you, did you take it apart? Furious and, uh... Googling, obviously. Okay, Like, right. masterful Googling. Found one single post, and he's, this guy was like, yeah, it's to do with your analog stick, like, little springy thing inside it. It's, like, fucked. I was like, okay, okay. and he, uh, he put a link up to a video. I was like, that's really easy. He was like, I got an old one out of a 360 controller, popped it in. Bob's your uncle. Fanny is your aunt. You're in. She's your aunt. She's your aunt. I mean, and Christmas is your father, I guess. I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. I can get father behind that. Christmas. That makes sense. Why the fuck not? Yeah, man. Yeah. Totally. Um, so, yeah, I, I cracked it all open, pulled it all to bits. It was great fun. I love getting stuck in it. it. It felt like back in the day when I used to like open up all my consoles and um, do stuff to them. We won't talk about what you were doing to them, but... Uh, fucking them. I think porking is the term. Yeah, fucking yeah. them. Real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> putting little... Ne- wang space. I remember putting those. little neon lights in my original Xbox. That was pointless and fun. <sighs> good times. That's a great console. And now I have that bug again, and I want to put crazy little lights in my controller. So um, I've bought some... Uh, uh, my my other two controllers, my other two PS4 controllers, like my son's one and my first one that I got with my original uh, PS4. Oh, that's a horrible thing to say. Um, 
the thumb grips on them were completely they're they're totally destroyed you know what it's like they're fucking terrible unless you buy like thumb grips to go on top and i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna buy some new ones so i bought some green ones and some white ones and uh nice i'm gonna pop them in they were like three quid each so yeah there you go well three quid for a pair each pair there you go so that should That's be fun. Bet. And um, yeah, I, I was looking at all different coloured cases you can get, and I was like, ooh. Oh dear. And uh, then it reminded me of uh, the couple of pictures that JJ sent us of his like customised controls. I was like, yeah, I should fucking do it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating like spraying my controller <laughs> some outlandish colour, obviously. Um, and... Uh, Caught the bug. Totally pointless, obviously. Trying to see how far the rabbit hole goes. But yeah, I'm 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 intrigued. I'm on board. Let's get the job done, eh? Get some liquid cooling in your pro. I mean overclock that shit. Probably Custom a bad BIOS. idea. <laughs> yeah. Worth a go though, I reckon. Yeah. Wanna build a PS4 Pro with a PS4 built into it. Ooh. Yeah, SLI that shit. In the one box. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and uh, you can uh, multiple. You can have like screens. Yeah, two systems in one box, yeah. and uh, allows for you know network gaming and With uh, yourself playing on two separate televisions in one box. One box, I've got, two I've got this screens. This weird dream, haven't I? With the multiple screen I, thing. I'm I, not sure. I don't know where that's not going. Sure where it's yeah. coming from? It's odd, mate. You're just mental. Yeah, a bit I weird. Think. Yeah. So yeah, mate. That's that's my week. The highlight was. Taking apart a controller and putting it back together, and it fucking making working. that what you will, I guess. Well, yeah, you know. There you go. What have you been up to? Mate? <laughs> <laughs> Anything? Oh, nothing. Week. What have you? I've been pretty busy. It's been a busy boy. I've been doing all sorts. Yeah. Licorice, um, all sorts. Is that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you some of the things. Um, Please. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, had my sort of birthday weekend, buddy. How, how was? Oh yeah, how was birthday and birthday weekend? It was cool. I had birthday weekend. Had some of the uh, friends of the podcast down, buddy. The uh, Fotups coming down. Oh yeah. Uh, had a, we had friend of the podcast Paul. We had friend of the podcast Pizzle, and we had friend of the podcast Funk coming down and. Uh, Brushed up the old uh, VR buddy, which arrived on Friday from outsa.co.uk. Um, open. The box was open when it arrived. Of course it is. From the Czech Republic, the box was open. Yeah. Um, Don't worry about the that. The guy was like, can you sign for this? And I was like, can I look in the open box first? <laughs> and he was like... I thought you might want to do that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, fucking would. Um, but there was. <laughs> I mean, at what point do you think that box got opened, or was it just never like seller taped or sealed? That box was never closed mm. uh, because there was an Ultra uh, packaging tape on the box, uh, and they whoever done it. Uh, they must have been in some sort of a rush, buddy, yeah. because they literally just taped one of the folds, like one of the, <laughs> one of the lids, like, and they didn't really get tape on the other side. There was a tiny overhang of maybe a mill. Um, ah, that's that, I mean, if, if there's a mill, I mean, that's it. Yeah. 
health and safety. And at standards. one end, they hadn't even like gone over the edge. It had stopped on the top. <laughs> this one piece of tape is the most slapdash tape job I've ever seen in my nice. life. But thankfully, yeah. there were only two items in the box. That's okay, then. Uh, one of them was uh, the EU to UK two to three pin plug, yep. which for some reason was still in there. Nice. Um, and then the other one, everything that I bought, so the, the wands... Um, the move controllers, rather. Yeah. Um, they were all inside the PSVR box. Oh, it was cool. some sort of big package box. Big um, package box, yeah. So those were the only two items. There was nothing to fall out, and no one had stolen anything. So it was all intact, and it was fine. Nice. Good. So your big package was all intact and complete. It was all my big package was, yeah. was all intact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely, buddy. Um, ready to spit out everywhere. Nice. Um, there you go. So yeah, a uh, lovely weekend, buddy. Just birthday weekend. For for a, a bit of a get together, we uh, went out a lot more than we stayed in, which is not really the normal dumb thing when it comes to these sorts of occasions. We tend to just play games. Yeah, I don't like um, the sound of that. I wouldn't have enjoyed. We it. went out on the Friday night. We went to watch the football. We got some Marlowe's burgers. Nice. Had a lovely old time. And on Saturday, we were out from like. Well, we went out for breakfast, and we got home at like 7 p.m so we were out like the whole time we just played games in the evening nice um obviously i'll talk about all those games in the next bit buddy um but needless to say a fucking awesome time was had by all uh missus took me out to the ivy on my birthday night as well nice. on sunday night it was fucking awesome i mean hoping to go there for ages been there for breakfast before but uh like proper ponzi restaurant and it lived up to it it was very very good love it um also been to the Harry Potter thing, buddy, the Warner Brothers studio tour. Oh, how was uh, your Potter experience? It's really cool, isn't it? It's very I cool. really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's um uh, there's something quite amazing about walking around the actual sets of, for for a movie series that you've watched like so many hours of and yeah. uh had to keep reminding myself that this wasn't like a recreated attraction thing like London Dungeons or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. This was this was literally all the props this and everything. It, yeah. and exactly. It was very, very cool. I think that the, the the way it was put together with like going into the cinema and then like into the Great Hall and, and it, it was quite nicely paced and yeah. um yeah, lots of just interesting stuff, like the, the the whole train station going on the train and everything, very, very cool, and getting outside and seeing like the, the triple decker bus and like the house and everything. It was just it was just really cool. Like I've never really seen anything quite like that before. Um because, you know, I've done, like, the Universal Studios tour and stuff, but you're just yeah. going around on, like, a trolley bus and you're miles away from shit. But to to be standing in, like, rooms from the movies, like, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, being so, that, that up close and stuff to it. Did you have some uh, butter beer? I didn't. I'd been told by no less than four different people <laughs> to avoid that, like, the fucking plague. Terrible. Um, and I did because it was, it, as well as four people telling me it's shite, it was also like super expensive oh, along yeah. with everything else. Of course there. it is. Yeah. Fucking two ninety nine for a little bottle of water. Love it. I mean, Jesus. you got to stay hydrated, buddy. <laughs> fucking ridiculous, mate. No chance. I'll, I'll go. I'll go fucking thirsty. Thank you very much. I'll drink my so, piss um, before that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, the that that model of of Hogwarts, the one they actually filmed. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. That's like insane, the size isn't it? of it. It's absolutely like insane. in a hangar. Yeah. 
So, so cool. Like, I I loved it, and like, so did my son. Like, obviously, he's the one that's... He's a big old Harry Potter fan. He loves the films and things. But, yeah, it was it was just a magical experience, buddy. Gibbons, B. Very impressed with them. It was very, very good. So, uh, yeah, that was good fun. Um, and then we stayed over up somewhere around that neck of the woods in Made Up Place Name, the, the village of Made Up Place Name. Nice, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't believe this is a real place. Um it, it's Hartingfordbury. There you go. I just had to type it into Google to make sure that I got it right because it's kind of hard to remember. Hartingfordbury. Of course it is. So they've just taken like three different end of place names yeah. from UK towns. Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah. Like we used to, when when me and Fred of the Podcast Paul used to play Pez in the like noughties, we would, we would have like teams with like loads and loads of suffixes so yeah, we have yeah. farm town farm town city united yeah and then i went to hartingfordbury there you it's go just actual place come now yeah actual place yeah stayed at a really nice b&b up there and then today buddy we went to the zoo we went to whipsnade Ooh. into the zoo saw all the aminals animals uh, saw all the fluffs buddy yeah. saw some otters nice um did you see the otters panda bike? So saw some horses and nice. some zebras, Ooh, which is also saw horse. some lions and tigers. There was animals there and everything. Some funny goats, some <laughs> ostrich who thought he was a bit of a joker. Yeah, and they've got like up. kangaroos who are just free roam. Just do what you want. You're just walking down the path and the fucking kangaroos just charging towards fucking you. Just fucks off into the nearest field. Skippy. Yeah. I thought they were dangerous. I thought they could knock you out in, like, one punch. Yeah, well, these were little. Okay. Uh, I mean, they were only sort of half the height of me. They could punch you straight in the nuts, though. I mean... They could certainly take out a child. Well, definitely. I mean, that's pretty easy. Children are weak. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised by it, if I'm honest. Yeah. I was surprised by it, buddy. Health and safety, who cares? But yeah, like considering it's the like middle of winter and fucking freezing cold, we had an excellent day at the zoo. Nice. So I'd like to hear zoos. So yeah, uh, I think that's my week. Uh, I'm still off at the moment. Uh, we're going uh, neon crazy golf at the weekend. Neon um, crazy golf. Is this in, in at night time? It's indoor, like neon lighted. Everything glows in the dark. Okay. Like the holes, the balls, the clubs, the windmills, presumably. We're glowing the dark windmills. Sounds like a good rave. <laughs> Give us <laughs> It's going to be pretty spare. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm off work at the moment, which is why I'm in such a good mood. Um, it, it won't last, though. <laughs> no, I've got like a, a big old meeting at work tomorrow, which should be fun. I'm really looking Fucking forward to it. Yeah, Sweet as the punch, buddy. I love it what you want uh finally on my list of things that i've done uh i had kfc tonight and oh, those in the uk at the moment will know tonight. what what an ordeal it's been to get kfc of late just don't even talk to me about kfc it's made the news it has made the news kfc in the uk have changed their courier for their chicken to dhl who've completely fucked it, and all the KFCs are closed, buddies. There's a fucking epidemic over here mm. right now. People are oh. going crazy. I'm not happy about it. You can't get KFC? I need that finger-licking chicken. I was like, well, 
okay, so they've got like a distribution problem, but surely all of the like service stations around the M25 will have chicken because that's like literally the easiest place to get chicken to is like on the main like motorway of the United Kingdom. Obviously, no, that's it. I mean, stopped. it's well known as Chicken Lane. Chicken Lane is known for being <laughs> Kentucky Fried Fantastic. No, mate. Fucking, they're all closed. The service station, chicken place is all shut. Fucking. Oh. Anyway, I'll stop talking about that. Anyway. Uh, what has the finally, world come to if I can't go on the motorway and get fucking finger-licking chicken? That's what this country was built on. <laughs> <laughs> Crawling around the M25, stopping off for Kentucky Fried Chicken that's four pounds more expensive than it would normally I know. be. And, uh, it's, just... it's a staple of... of a, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. I love how retarded we are. Well played. Finally, um, I'm drinking a selection of very tasty ales that oh, the shit. Uh, yeah, friends of the you. podcast on, they left. They left a load of booze for me. Oh, I mean, that's the best leaving gift, apart from them didn't leaving. Didn't get through it all. Yeah. So currently enjoying a Ringwood Brewery Razorback, buddy. Cheeky Razorback. Yeah. Razorback. I got a uh, Cumberland Ooh. Deep Gold Nail it's here. Got the word cum in it. It's got to be good. And some sort of... He's got a knob gobbler. Got a knob gobbler just here, buddy. Yes, I love a good knob gobbler. Fucking Witchwood Brewery, mate. You can't really argue. I've been near that. You've been near that? (laughs) Tell us more. (laughs) 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 Good Lord. Yeah. Well... well. (laughs) uh, Up on the map. There it was. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> well, unless you've got anything oh, else, God, buddy, and please no. tell us if you do. I really don't have anything else, I promise. Let's go and talk about <laughs> what we've been playing. So, uh, I've got a rather lengthy list here, buddy. I know, I'm um, going to keep mine short and sweet, and then this is pretty much going to be your VR section. I think um, it probably is, but yeah. uh, firstly, uh, and also <sighs> importantly, because... I would imagine most people don't give a fuck about my VR section. Uh, what have you been playing this uh, week, buddy? <laughs> yes, mate. I've been. I've still been smash, uh, smashing Mario Kart Eight. Been smashing it. Been smashing all spa- over it. Just smashing it. Been smashing it. Been smashing it. Oh, mate, I've already had like twenty opportunities for fucking podcast titles already. <laughs> smashing it. Spashing it. Yeah, episode 151, spashing it. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been spashing uh, Mario Kart 8 still. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> loving that game. So much fun. And the multiplayer, once again, is just awesome. Literally, if you have a Switch, you need this game. I didn't realise how much I missed this type of game. Because when we we're on the store pretty much every day on the PlayStation Store, and we're like, we want that Mario Kart game. And nothing's going to compete with Mario Kart, mate. Nothing's going to compete with it. No, we know that. It's, it's, no one's ever really done it. The, the closest that I've ever seen was that uh, Sonic and... Was it like Sonic Racing? Transformer. Transformed. Racing Transformed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. That was a kart game and it, and it was cool. But it still wasn't as good as like... Yeah. Mario Kart. No. It's, it's always been the, the, the Mac Daddy, hasn't it? Yeah, Gibbons. Um, been playing the division. Um, was uh, played that on uh, game night because obviously you guys were VRing it up, and I was uh, obviously 
I was not. I was, so I was playing with uh, a couple of my mates, uh, finishing off the division. We finished uh, all the story missions. We were up to about like half two in the morning playing it, which I don't know what we were doing. But uh, anyway, we, we ended up in the dark zone getting all the kind of super gear and we hit like a plateau. Like um, Going back to it now, there's obviously a lot more like endgame content there. Um, there was a whole feeder mission to buy the DLC, which I thought was a bit shitty of them. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, cool. They've added some more missions. And it was like literally a mission of like a couple of waves of enemies. And it's like, oh, now you have to go and buy the DLC or some bollocks like that kind of thing. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, so what they've done now, there's like tier systems. So like you hit level 30, then you go into tier one and you have to rank up your um, number up to like 180 or somewhere near that. And then when you hit that, you can enter tier two. And uh, everything's the same, um, but you just fight a, a harder level enemy, but which is fine because you've upgraded your gear to that level. So then you beat them and you get more and it goes up to like tier five or something now. So, yeah, I think I'm pretty much done with that game now again unfortunately i mean that yeah that doesn't exactly sound compelling no it uh, like it was really cool like when we hit 30 and like loads of shit started dropping for us then like we were getting all kinds of like golden gear um i saw a new color of gear i was like what's this like it was a bright green uh and i was like wow cool new stuff to get and then i was like okay well i don't, I don't like I mean, you could keep playing that game, but I, I think that the base of that game isn't good enough to keep playing. Like, um, whereas, like, comparing it to like the gameplay of Destiny, you know, Destiny shits all over it because Destiny's gameplay is all like nice and smooth and it's fun to shoot. Whereas the gameplay in the Division can be clunky and extremely infuriating because the AI are cunts, really. I would say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the two games have a hell of a lot in common, but one thing they don't have in common with is uh, quality of gameplay experience, Indeed. encouraging you to want to repeat yeah, that content. Totally. Yeah. And finally, yeah, I've been playing Monster Hunter World. Um, I don't think I can say too much about it this uh, at this stage. I've only just cleared like the first area. I've moved into the second one. Um, but yeah. Um, it's if i'm trying to think of what to go into here like i'll talk about like the 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 basis of it really um obviously on the ps4 pro i have um (coughs) options where i can run it at a higher frame rate or i can have better graphics which is like better shadows and better draw distances and things like that um so obviously i went for frame rate because frame rate is key and after investigating into uh well pretty much watching a digital foundry video about it um for what I've got, because I haven't got a 4K TV, that, for me, is probably the best shout, I think, because if you run it with um, <clears throat> enhanced graphics, um, as they say, um, that frame rate really takes a knockdown. I mean, it's not great anyway. Like, um, in the video that, that they mentioned, this game would benefit so much to a locked 30 frames frame rate because, you know, like it's it's kind of all over the place. Like, but with with the pro, it will stay comfortably always above thirty, no matter what you chuck into it. So, I'm I'm contemplating just going with like the graphical upgrade, to be honest, and sacking off the frame rate, and seeing how I get on with that, and just run it at like uh, thirty. 
Yeah, I mean that that seems to make a hell of a lot of sense. If it's not gonna, if you're not gonna maintain like a sixty, uh, then you might as well be- go with the I th- higher. I, th- I think only in like one area within <laughs> the the whole map that it runs at sixty. Like the majority of the time, it's like forty, forty five, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not really gonna like. So you might as well take the graphics then. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. There is a lot to fucking get into this game. This is like obviously uh, a JRPG with online elements um, and a hell of a lot of stuff to learn. Um, so if, if you like your RPGs and learning all this shit, then yeah, yeah, it's it's probably a game for you. Uh, if you don't, then yeah, you're not going to enjoy this. Um, the combat itself is good now i understand it uh, i'm using something called an insect glaive which is like a big old pole uh, and i have this like massive bug on my wrist i can shoot this bug out to get <clears throat> sorry to get um buffs like um better attack better speed um less knockback as well i think it is and then when i've got all three of them like i i become like a bit super which is kind of cool um, the reason that I chose the insect glaive is um, you can use it as like a pole vault as well. It's the only oh cool <clears throat> yeah, it's the only weapon where you can do like aerial attacks. And I was like, well, that that's kind of up my street a little bit. I don't know why, but it it just interested me instead of using just like a long sword or a massive hammer or or whatever. Um, the other one that I think I might change to is the the just the standard bow and arrow because I think the range attack would would suit, uh, especially if you picked up this game, I, I think you should um, go for the bow and arrow because it's, you don't have to get in there and get stuck in with like various combos and things like that, that which you can learn, but most of the time it's just a case of like, you, you've got triangles, your soft attack, circles, your hard attack, and then obviously X is dodge out of the way. It's nowhere near on the um, scale of like Bloodborne and um, Dark Souls and stuff like that, where you've got to be very precise um, it, it's a lot more forgiving, I would say. This game. <clears throat> Do you think the bow does enough damage, like the range I, I, stuff? I don't know, to be honest, because I haven't <laughs> tried it. But I, 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 I suppose if you were working co-op with someone, it'd be perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, so you can have someone getting stuck in there as like a tank. You can be back doing your bow and arrow shit, and you know, um, um, but just just from viewing like the videos, because it's quite nice. It gives you like a little, not a tutorial video, like an optional video to watch, like. Um, what that weapon can do before you um, pick it up and have a go in the training area and stuff like that, um, which is which is cool. Yeah, so um, like later on in time, I might have a go at the bow and arrow because you know um, dealing with like the hitboxes of some of these animals and things like that can be a bit confusing. The fact that you're clipping in and out of them all the time, it's just a bit you know. Um, like jarring in a way i would say um just because i'm not used to that but obviously after playing it for the uh, a lengthy amount of time now i'm totally on board with the combat style in this uh i feel quite confident in my abilities to take stuff down um but the the monsters themselves can be quite annoying because yeah like uh, fucking the last one that i fought like it popped out of the ground, and I was like, "Fuck off! Am I going to take this on?" It's it was fucking massive, mate. Let's put it that way. Um, normally, I'm um, like biggest thing I've been fighting so far was what four times my size. This must have been like I don't know twice that. It was fucking. Shit. I was just like, 
And that's the thing. Wow. I think that's what's keeping me, or not keeping me, but like making me more interested in this game. It's like, fuck me. I think there's going to be like some massive fucking monsters that I'm going to have to take down. I'm purposely not looking at like later game footage because I don't want to spoil that surprise that I had. Like just in that one section thinking like, holy I suppose the fuck. reveal is massive yeah, in exactly. terms of like the excitement of a game like this because mm. you, you just don't want to know what it's going to throw at you no, in advance, totally. do you? So then obviously, you, you know, like that, that took me like um, a good like 20, 25 minutes, uh, maybe 30 minutes to like just actually defeat that one boss because it, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, there's no health bar, which I kind, kind of find uh, infuriating because I don't know how much more I have to kill it. Um, down in like the bottom left hand of your, of your screen, there's an icon of uh, the the monster and like a heartbeat monitor underneath it. And I'm like, okay, when that flatlines, he's dead, kind of thing. But it's just like I I don't know. And normally when they get close to death, like they scamper off and I don't know, go and eat something to regen their health. And so if you don't get there quick enough or like hit them quick enough, they can get health back. And then it 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 can be quite an infuriating sequence of events. Let's put it that way. But when you do kill it, fucking hell, do you feel good? It's that horrible, like, trade-off, like, shit, I'm, I've spent, like, half an hour, 40 minutes, whatever, beating the shit out of this guy. I could lose this at any minute. But then when you pull it off, you're like, holy shit, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I mean... You need it to be that much of an ordeal, and and we I remember that from Bloodborne, you know, and it, obviously it's not demanding in the same way necessarily, yeah. but it needs to be like a, a real time sink yes, for exactly. you to come out the other end and be like, "Fucking come on!" Yeah, exactly. It make you feel amazing, yeah. but then then again, it out. could completely turn you <laughs> off of that kind of game. Is is it's a fine balance, I would say. <clears throat> Gibbons, buddy. Uh, I need to give it a go. Uh, I've got it installed now. Thanks for sending it over to my console. That's all good, buddy. Um, but I certainly need to give it a try. Yeah, man. Like, um, literally, like when you do, and uh, if I, if we're about, because um, like, I'm playing with two other guys, old John Boy and Evis, um, the guys that I always play Destiny with, uh, which is kind of cool. And you can have teams of four. So if if you want to get involved, um, just saying, like the first three hours of that game is pretty much tutorials. Though, unfortunately, like I said, there is a lot of shit to get through. You could probably speed run it if I just talk talk you through it, but um, I was gonna say, do it like in an hour. Like, yeah, well, you know, a game of that size, you got to just kind of accept that. Yeah, exactly. It's... That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, just thinking like the first time you played Skyrim, you're just like, what the f- yeah, well, it was fuck just, it was is the same with this? The, the Witcher. Yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, it took me a minimum of two hours, and just that to... was on my third attempt <laughs> of playing it. <laughs> So, exactly. So yeah, these big really games, grumble. you got to put in the time and shit. So yeah, absolutely. Like I said, oh, fair enough, buddy. Fifteen hours in, still enjoying it. Looking forward to beating off some more monsters. Yes, yeah, I said. Fuck them up, buddy. I said that. So yeah, buddy. That's uh, that's about me. I'm sure there'll be more Monster Hunter World talk uh, next week, but obviously not so much of uh, in depth. I would, I'd say. Oh, fair play, B. So come on then, hit me with your VR jizz on my face. Okay. Um, obviously, I've played a hell of a lot of games. Um, You've played I, a lot of games. I won the game of buying games you, this week. You I, bought a lot of games. I dropped fifty quid on the store on uh, on new games. You did. Um, so I picked up um, Super Hot VR, uh, Resident Evil Seven. Uh, I picked up the Dirt Rally 
uh, VR upgrade. Um, Surgeon Simulator, the VR nice. experience. I totally want to play that. It's fucking well funny. Um, and then, obviously, I've got a whole host of demos. I also toured the Hong Kong and US stores for VR demos that aren't available in Europe um, and picked up Andre Iniesta, the VR experience, which was a, a an experience. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, that's uh, that must be an experience. It's an upcoming two-hour documentary, all filmed uh, with a 3D camera, so you can... Uh, yeah, twist your head. It was pretty cool. Like, it was just chair. a, it was a little um, like two minute trailer for it, but uh, there were there were some wonderful moments like sitting in the, the the camp new and being in in a parade as like Barcelona buses going past and stuff like pretty cool stuff. Nice. Uh, so as, as well as a lot of games, I've tried out watching some normal video, some VR video. Um, I've also, uh, yeah, played. Some like non VR games in the headset, just like trying stuff out, basically. How's but, the um, non VR stuff? How does that kind of uh, work? Does it chuck you in like a big cinema <coughs> thing, and then there's a little screen, or what? Is it? Uh, how does it feel? Yeah, it's just like what it's just like a telly, but it gives you um, this kind of an isolating experience because in the VR headset you just see a TV like four times the size of yours, just right in front of you, and just darkness all the way around the outside. Okay. Um, it's got like 3D sound and everything, so you can kind of get a. I don't know. It's just it's just a bit of a weird one. It's it's not something that you'd probably do, but you can zoom in. Um, so Enhance. I've seen a few people with a sort of non-VR games Enhance. like Project Cars trying to make it VR a little bit by zooming in, going cockpit view, and then because you're zoomed right in, you can actually look around even though it's not VR. Okay, um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Which isn't really ideal. No, um, yeah, but still. Obviously looks like horse shit. Um, <laughs> and it's worth noting that in terms of graphical fidelity within the headset, um, it's not high. Uh, it really isn't high. Uh, a lot of the games, uh, I would probably... I'd probably say graphically in terms of, like, fidelity uh, like and textures and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like... 360 stroke PS3-ness going on here in terms of like that's, I feel like that's not too bad it is it, it really isn't uh, because the frame rate is always super super high yeah uh, and the the fact that you feel like you're in there just carries it, it it's just it, there's something about it that just carries it and it, it doesn't matter the fidelity now that might change if I was to be given a vibe and play that for 20 hours yeah yeah then that that could well make a massive difference but for me coming in with no point of reference uh just happy to be there uh, it hasn't it hasn't felt like an issue at all to me and and as i said like stuff can't run badly because they couldn't release it uh with and and like get past the health warnings like if 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 the game's frame rate isn't fucking perfect then people are going to be chucking up all over the place so yeah that uh, doesn't sound what good what you can what you can rely on is performance even if you can't rely on graphical fidelity so um so there we go um so yeah the highlights by far um firstly super hot vr is an absolutely incredible experience uh like no other that i've ever had with any video game um it's absolutely incredible like being able to just fire up into these different scenarios and um 
nothing moves unless you move so you're sort of picking up guns the ability to dodge bullets coming at you and and taking it slowly like i've had a lot of success by just being real slow like gradually reaching down for a gun um, and time doesn't necessarily move when you're moving your head it's when you make actions with your hands and that sort of thing that time really okay, moves forward cool. so you can kind of sum things up and also if you're holding anything, you can block bullets with it. And if that's guns, then they don't explode. It's not like a one-hit kills your gun thing. Yeah. So you, you're literally in situations where you've got three or four people coming in from different angles. And you're holding, like, a couple of oozes up like this. Just sort of, like, holding up around your head and just kind of slowly blocking a bullet to your left. And then bringing them over and blocking a shotgun blast to your right. And, and choosing when to fire, because when you do shoot one of your guns, that moves time quickly just for, uh, you know, okay, a second yeah, yeah. or two. Um, it, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's a, a, like real life changing in for terms me, of gaming. It sounds like the best puzzle game ever. It is. It's a puzzle game with your body. Yeah. Exactly. And, and some of the stuff that you can do, uh, once you got, like, it works very, very well with the move controllers. And once we got the hang of throwing stuff. Yeah. Which I was, I took ages. Like it felt like the timing was really hard pushing the button to release. And then until we realized that you hold the button down and then releasing the button um. allows you to throw it. And it felt very natural at that point. Ooh. So yeah. It, that just just in, it creates these incredible moments where you know someone's about to shoot you and you dodge a bullet and you throw a knife and it hits them and then their gun flies up into the air and you can slow motion catch that gun and fire it off at someone up on a balcony in the distance mm-hmm. all of it actually doing it like it just feels incredible absolutely brilliant have you um, had any mishaps with the vr yet like uh, very stuff. very close to Smashing. knocking stuff over several times nice. uh, when we when we first fired it up i didn't realize quite how much distance it was gonna be and, and this is a plus rather than an, a, a minus really yeah. a lot of playstation vr games obviously because we haven't got this sort of sensor technology like the vive does is is sit down affairs a lot of the time yeah but super hot makes use of great distances like all around you and we found sitting down on the sofa like sometimes you can't reach stuff like you just need to sort of get up and 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 st- i've played it since standing up and nice. it's, it was much much yeah, better that, that, yeah i could see that <laughs> so uh yeah no nearly knocked some some wine over a few times oh my god um but uh yeah just about situation averted and lesson learned nice so yeah, uh, I think that that that's got to that, be one of the it highlights. Was the uh, the solution wine hat? Wine hat's a solid idea. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, one of wine backpack. Wine, wine pack. Yeah. It's it's kind of important to be supervised uh, when you're first starting out with this <laughs> thing, just so that you can make like you got someone who's going to stop you from maybe throwing yourself out the window or like punching the fucking radiator or <laughs> anything oh, like that. Who was it? Was it Ronnie O'Sullivan or or someone? One of yeah, the yeah, playing phones. a VR pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what <laughs> fucking fell down face first. That was brilliant. Ah, classic. He tried to lean on the pool table. Ah, dear. It wasn't there. Nice, I love it. Yeah, special. So yeah, that one went down brilliantly, uh, and and the um, the boys agreed. Like I think that was probably the favourite uh, over the weekend. Um, so that was pretty special. Um, the London Heist, which is the experience that I had with the uh, firing the Uzi out of the van. Um, that whole affair is is super corny, 
but really, really well done from London Studios. Um, and it's a great way of, of introducing you to VR. Like the first bit you fire up, you're in like a, a lockup tied to a chair and you're being interrogated and then it cuts back to an earlier scene in the pub. And they, the guy, this guy just starts like gearing you up with objects. So he's literally just putting some stuff on a table. It loads up and you've got a cigar in a, in a like, an ashtray and a lighter yeah and it just slowly teaches you that you can pick stuff up you can light the cigar you can chuck the lighter over the bar you can you know stub the fag out on the on the table on his all face. of these things you, it just it just teaches you gradually what is possible what you can do uh and then goes through to a like a static firefight followed by a van sort of firefight yeah, yeah. um very very cool that that vr worlds um there's a couple of really good demos on there there's one with um like a scavenger team where you get in a mech uh and it's got the teleport mechanic but you can teleport onto uh like walls and ceilings as well so you're constantly like uh rotating and inverting and stuff whilst also using the analog stick to move uh the thing that i've noticed with the motion sickness is it it will do you if you're looking around and using the VR, the using the analog, the right analog at the same time, that's when it kicks. Oh, when, when, no. okay. When your right analog turning is is at odds or coincides with you looking around, that's when it can get you. And it's not like, oh shit, I'm immediately going to throw up. Yeah. It just gives you this sort of, or for me at yeah. least, gives you this sort of little uncomfortable kind of pang in your stomach where you're like, oh. Like that's you know you go that's like, like going over a humpback bridge in a car. Oh, okay. Um, and that builds. So if you play, if 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 that keeps happening to you and you play for an hour, then it gets to the point where you really just want to take it off because it's just unpleasant. It's not like you're going to be ill, but it's just like you know if you continually stub your toe for an hour, you're eventually going to get fucking sick of it. So that that's kind of the way it is. Um, we just got Dave Russell in the chat. He says he's bought he bought his doc, uh, daughter an Oculus Rift for Christmas, and uh, she had to send it back because it made her sick after twenty minutes, and it destroyed her for the rest of the day. So be careful. Yeah, shit, man. <laughs> yeah, and 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 this is the thing, and this was obviously the biggest <clears throat> problem when they were they were bringing these sets out. Is you know a lot of these are very expensive purchases, like and 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 to take a punt on one, you know, it's 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 hard to do. So they've had to be very very creative with their marketing, very careful with their money back guarantees and stuff. And and there's only so much you can do. Uh, the software developers they they have to have a huge role to play. Um, and certainly uh, the next one I'm going to talk about and and comfortably the greatest thing on PSVR right now. Mm. Um, abs- this 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 is absolutely one of the most amazing gaming experiences I've ever had in my whole life on anything yeah uh, and that that is resident evil 7 biohazard is really absolutely amazing experience there's nothing like it and i would i would go so far as to say that if you if if you're thinking about purchasing some sort of toy or something uh, and, toy, and you, yeah. you're not like super poor like you've got a little <laughs> bit of money to play with yeah then I think this game is almost worth the price of entry on its own. Really? Literally so you're saying this own. game is like 300 quid's worth of money? I'm saying that in in a year's time or so, when, when you can pick up PSVR for £200, yeah. the fact that Resi 7 is on there, even if nothing else came out, 
is very nearly worth the price of entry alone because it does stuff that nothing has ever done. Uh, it, it makes you feel yeah, but how you've never felt. It's un, it's genuinely is unbelievable. Is that feeling a bad feeling? Because I don't like the bad feelings. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but it's it's not that terrifying right. in a conventional sort of jump, jump scary, awful yeah, okay. way. And, and there's something about being immersed in the world that makes it less likely to upset you just from jump scares okay there's a constant sense of kind of i feel like you're tricking me into a false sense of security right Uh, it's un there's a sort of unpleasant feeling of sort of being trapped when you've got that when you're playing that game and that's kind of that's 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 the big thing that's kind of more affecting i think than the jump scares yeah you know, and I and I have jumped a few times, but you're so enthralled and invested in the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. that you do, it doesn't necessarily affect you in the same way that like a movie would, where it's just specifically designed to make you go "oh fuck" kind of thing. Yeah. So when when I'm being kind of hounded around this this dark house by a dude with a shovel, and he suddenly bursts through a fucking drywall into the corridor, I I jumped. I jumped a hell of a lot, but I didn't like shit my pants and want to take it off. Yeah, I was just like, oh, "Holy hell, that really made That's me jump." Cool. But, yeah, yeah, it wasn't like super unpleasant. Okay. Um, there's something about this, and, and I think it's, it's it's obviously a mixture of things, but one of the massive things is the lighting engine just makes it feel so realistic, even though the texture quality isn't really there. Okay, yeah. It, and this game, t- to be brutally honest, watching this game just on the TV, obviously we were playing this, like, you know, when I had, like, Funk and, and, and PJ and so on. Um, and watching it on the TV, it's a really conventional, bog-standard sort of, just a horror game. Yeah. Like, there's, no- there's, it's, there's nothing going on there in terms of... I mean, it does some cool stuff. The story's entertaining, and it certainly knows... It's not taking itself, like, too seriously, but the, the 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 difference is night and day. Like this is this is a six out of ten game outside of VR and a ten out of ten game inside the headset. It's it's absolute night and day. Crazy stuff. I mean, like, I, I I just got to play it at some point. I mean, like, I'll, I'll be down yeah. next month. I'll fucking yeah. I'll, I'll show you'll, you. You'll you'll get to you'll get to experience it then. I can't and wait. See, like, I'm so excited. How you feel? Uh, <laughs> a few good things about this. I hate those horror games where all you can do is hide in a fucking cupboard. Yeah. Um. L- most of the encounters in this you can block while you try and decide how you're going to get away or what you're going to do. Yeah. You also have a you you have a series of like an arsenal of weapons that it slowly presents you with that kill shit. You know, so you're not defenseless. It's not one of these games where you just have to keep running uh, away and yeah, you can't see, achieve anything. I don't enjoy like, like uh, what was the one? Uh, Outlast Soma was one. Was, where, it, was it Outlast? Outlast, where you cut? Yeah, you just hide uh, in a fucking cupboard. That was annoying. Like, no, it's not fun. It's not fun. I've got a camera. Exactly, <laughs> battery's running out. It's bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no cheapness to this. Like it's. It's very clever level design. There's a bit where like you're captured and then you wake up and you're at the table, you're at the dinner table with this fucking crazy family. There's like a dead woman beside you and cool. they're all eating like slugs and stuff. Obviously. And it's just there's just something about it that is utterly incredible. Nice. Um, I played I played another like two and a half hours uh, before I started feeling it really sort of 
uncomfortable stomach wise and i had to turn it off um whether that's something I'll adjust to or whether it'll always be there, I don't really know. Mm. And the game comes by default with this non-smooth turning on. And that seems to be the thing that fucks people the most, is smooth turning on the analog stick. Oh, okay. Um, so Resident Evil 7 is set to when you flick the right... When you turn the right stick, uh, left or right, it turns at 30-degree increments oh, okay. rather than yeah. this constant then, uh, smoothness. Yeah, and just, that will doom, cu- that'll doom. cut the... Um, the motion sickness out completely. It cut it out. I turned it on again the other night just to see if it if it fixed it for me, and it did. But you lose a hell of a lot of the immersion. Yeah, I was going to say you haven't got the fluidity there, have you? No. So it's it's more it's a big of a trade off. One of those games, uh, the VR games, where it's like point and click, you know, and it teleports you to there. That kind of feeling, maybe. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a bit different. Um, I think it's probably best played in the smooth turning for hours, like one hour at a time kind of thing. Yeah. So you can kind of stomach it, but everyone's different. Um, but I, I was I was hoping this was going to be something special. I'd heard a lot of people say so, um, and it, it did not disappoint. This is comfortably the best thing I've played on that. Uh, I just, I, I'm obsessed with it. It's absolutely remarkable. Nice. Uh, if, I'd, if if someone had shown me it when I was little, I think I would have exploded, like literally exploded. Mm. It's it's like what you would imagine games to be like, and, but it's here the kind future. of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, genuinely. Like Genuine. That sort of level of unbelievable. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I'll run through a few more. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport is decent. Like, it's good fun. Uh, the, the, the lack of game modes is a bit of an issue. Yeah. But... Uh, it's it's very fun. It's very enjoyable, uh, and uh, it drives a lot better in VR, I think, because you're just in the perspective. And that's what I've also found with Dirt Rally, which is comfortably the best racing experience. Haven't tried uh, Drive Club VR yet because it's like seventeen quid. Yeah, to wait till the, that goes in the sale. It's too much. That it's crazy, yeah. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. Dirt Rally VR is excellent. It's the full game. Um, obviously, textured down massively, yeah. but frame rates up in the 60s as you'd expect um and it's easier it's an easier game because you feel like you're driving a car like not just in terms of obviously i've got the steering wheel set up um it's it genuinely feels like you're driving a car and as such you can gauge the braking zones better You, you just get more of a feel for it and i found that i'm actually i'm matching my old times that i was setting from the just the you know on the tv with the steering wheel yeah um it just feels more stable and more grounded because you're in the car uh and it you can look around um very very cool um so yeah good stuff with those uh not so good uh track mania vr uh, just just feels like a, a right old gimmick uh you've got no <laughs> camera controls so the standard control setting is uh, the standard camera setting is third person which is really weird. Like, why do you want that? And all I can think is that, like, you can't, people can't stomach it. Yeah, uh, I, it's I so turned on on the roller jerky. coaster tracks. When you go onto the loops and stuff, it goes first person, uh, and then you oh, get a sort of sense. So it does of that it. exact same thing, like you know, when it yeah. like the actual game just feels bolted on. That, like this doesn't yeah, feel like no, uh, that doesn't sound right. It's quite no. cool looking around and and stuff, but obviously it's a cartoony, low graphical fidelity yeah. game anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, just feels like a gimmick rather than you know, it's worth worth playing really. So, 
nothing much going on there. Um, a, the Surgeon Simulator, obviously loads of fun, just a silly <laughs> game. Obviously, the difference when you're playing with move controllers versus uh, a, a controller is you can li- you can actually do shit. You can actually yeah. pick stuff up properly. You can turn things round, uh, and and we had quite a lot of fun with that, just poncing about. It's, it's really fun, stupid game, <laughs> lots of different scenarios. Um, you know, hammering someone's like rib cage in and yep. replacing their heart. Always just, good. You know, it's what you want. PJ did a, a played a blinder. He was doing brain surgery. He just mashed the dude's skull in, pulled the pulled the brain out, just cut it off with a, like a, a saw, <laughs> and then just took. There was a jar with the other brain in on the shelf. Yeah. He literally just picked that up and upturned it and just emptied the whole jar into the dude's head. <laughs> and it was like B plus. Well done. <laughs> fucking good. Uh, yeah, good. So yeah, uh, lots of other demos and stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I could go on for ages. I, I probably shouldn't, but yeah, lots of demos. I got the um, the, the PSVR demo one disc comes with the set as well oh, as yeah, that PSVR yeah. world. Yeah. Um, the PSVR demo disc two, uh, for some reason not in Europe at the moment, but is available in the on States, the isn't it? Uh, the States yeah. one, uh, and that has a demo of Moss, which is oh, this upcoming cool. platforming game where you play a little mouse. Um, and that's one of the first games that takes this sort of different tack, different approach. You're kind of looking over the level, uh, and you can move objects and stuff. Oh, my perfect uh, as idea a for a god. real-time simulator. Oh. Yeah, it's got that sort of thing about it where you're kind of overseeing the world, but yeah, then with the analog sticks, you can... Uh, control the mouse so it's kind of like a dual control type thing kind of reminiscent of those Rayman levels where you have to speed run them and kind of move things out the way and that oh, okay, sort of yeah. thing yeah, yeah. Um, but that's that's really entertaining and, and quite nicely implemented played some other weird shit Rec Room which is like a free to play thing where you just go into like lobbies play like Pong with people and stuff that seems uh, pretty ropey but free and quite fun to sort of try out and get involved in um and probably the only, the only other one that I was really, really impressed with is Eve Valkyrie. There's a, a small demo of it on this PSVR Worlds disc. I was so amazed by that thing that I immediately bought it. Um, it's, it, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> like Eve Valkyrie, <laughs> uh, proper insane, like I space go combat. To space in VR, buddy. Gibbons, and I need to download Battlefront because it's got uh, like an X-wing VR oh, yeah, experience it does, on it? it. Yeah, get that shit. So there, there, there's that a Call a of Duty one as well, isn't there? There is. Yep, yeah. need to download that as well. Yeah. Um, the bottom line is, uh, it, 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 there's some amazing stuff on here. Mostly, though, there isn't. Like, yeah. there's 118, 125 games on the store, and probably like 15 of them are proper games or compelling or yeah. worth playing for any length of time. And the novelty of these, all these little demos and experiences and tech demos will wear off, and it will get to the point where this thing needs software. This is what Mel was talking about before. Um, and uh, and then we'll have to see whether the software is released quickly enough. I've got a question about that later, so I'll wrap things up for now. Um, but for the time being, uh, there's there's maybe five or six compelling experiences on there with the help of the fact that I've got a steering wheel already and I'm into racing games, yeah, which props things up nicely. that's a massive bonus, isn't it? 
Yeah, uh, I think I think there's there's just about enough there to keep me sweet for a few months, um, and then we'll have to see what happens after that. Yeah, but it's been a it's been a, a fantastic fucking time so far. Uh, it's so awesome to have this like really cool piece of technology. It's like it's like by getting a new console. It's that sort of excitement. Um, I'm really pleased that I've taken the plunge. Very very cool. Nice, buddy. Well played. So there we go. And now it's time for the news. Dinos. News. The news. Fucking news. Number one. Number wang. Slow news week this week, buddy. Not very much going on at all. No news week. Little bit, little bit low on the old news front, but hey, here we are. At number one, number wang. Uh, let's kick things off with a cautionary tale from Kickstarter, buddy. It's been a little while since there's been a, a heavily publicised example of um, kind of Kickstarter goes wrong kind of thing. Like we've seen this in the past, haven't we? Various different projects that didn't come off, um, and and some would argue that some of the more prominent current you know, allegedly successful projects. I'm thinking about stuff like Star Citizen, which seems like an open-ended, like, never-ending, like, sink of time and money. Yeah. Um, and whether it actually ever fulfills its sort of, comes up to to what it's supposed to, who really knows. But this is, uh, I suppose, a cautionary tale to remind you that when you chuck money at Kickstarter, you're not necessarily always going to get what you want. Um, this is the System Shock reboot from uh, the developers Night Dive Studios. Um, they raised $1.35 million uh, back in 2016 and have been working on things ever since. Originally, it was going to be some sort of um, reboot, and then they decided it was going to re- be a remake. Uh, they since switched it out of the Unity engine into Unreal 4. Um, the studio has basically said there's a there's there's they, the the whole project's been put on hiatus um it it's just basically they've stopped for the time being uh they've said that it, it things have just got out of out of control in terms of the production of this game um obviously trying to do too much i think probably is, yeah, is what's going on like from from reading about it and stuff it, it's just shit's just gone wrong and um, there's no turning back now. All these changes that they've made have been drastic ones. And um, hiatus, mate. Hopefully, that's where the, it is at the moment, and they will come back. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, hiatus is often used when they don't know if they're going to come back. There's a there's a lot of bands I used to listen to in the nineties, buddy, who are currently on hiatus. Mm, indeed, you know? they are. <laughs> like, <laughs> 20 years later that will happen um, they insist that they will come back this, this is a temporary break um, while they sort of get their house in order and go again um, but yeah I mean obviously I wish them well like uh, System Shock Cool Games kind of eventually spawned Bioshock one mm-hmm. of my favourite franchises yeah. great great uh, developers come out of that sort of that, those early games and um I hope that they get there, but it's just a reminder, I suppose, that um, when you chuck money at Kickstarter, you're not necessarily buying a conventional product. And I guess we'll just keep tabs on this and see how it goes. But for the time being, it's all ground to a halt, and it's a bit worrying for potential backers. 
Indeed, it is. You know, it, I mean, that's that the thing. Been, I've thought been about, making it a while. You know, they've, they've yeah. spent that money. Exactly. Like I, I've thought about back. backing a few things on Kickstarter, and I'm just I, that's the thing. I'm always hesitant about it because you're not guaranteed to get anything out of it. I mean, there's that, that's it. It's like, yeah, well, fund us and we'll try and make this kind of thing. Yes, it's always a risk, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, not one that we're very often willing to take, I would say. No, I mean, we're even hesitant to just even pre-order a game these days, to be honest, aren't we? Like, That's the thing that's always kind of confused game? me, really, is that everyone always goes on about how, oh, no, no one should ever pre-order. But they very rarely talk about uh, crowdfunding in the same way. It's a bit, bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. If It's worse, in fact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but... Um, I don't know. Hopefully it'll get there, but I hate us for now. Uh, number two, buddy. Farming Simulator 19 has been announced. Oh, I know, uh, right? How good wouldn't necessarily normally mention this, but firstly, graphically, it looks awesome. Um, and a whole host of new stuff, uh, but a couple of the standout features, but it's going to have ulcers oh, in it. Oh, mate, it's going to have some ulcers. Ulcers. Uh, and you can have a dog in this one. You can have a little pup. Have a little dog, mate. Yeah. Farm like never before. Yeah. Farm like never before. I think that's the tag, uh, wasn't it, or something? I think it is. Yeah. 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 There you lots go, of, mate. Uh, lots of interesting new features on the farming sim games. I'd love to see the uh, all the sales figures for the farming sim games, stretching back from, say, like 2012. Yeah. Yeah. How much does it cost to make a farming sim game? How much do they sell? How many people are playing them? Like, I'd just really look love at to the mod scene this. on it. It's insane. There's loads of people. They love that shit. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. It's the perfect sort of mod game, isn't it, really? Yes. Man. Special times. Um, but yeah, so that's Farming Simulator 19. Um, there we go. Uh, Moss. We were just talking about Moss. Uh, which is uh, you play as Quill, the little mouse. She kind of mooches through the world. You control her with the right stick, and then you can move other things around with your analog sticks and uh, achieve things in VR. Uh, Looks cool, though. It is good. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, The demo uh, that's on the demo disc 2 is is the, the... reveal demo trailer and uh what people were playing at e3 last year so quite an old build at this point but the game itself is actually out on the 27th of february so very very soon indeed uh less than a week's time which is pretty cool um there we go very very cool indeed um i'm probably gonna get that i would imagine i would buy it if i had vr yeah the missus likes it as well, which makes a big difference. It's got a little mouse in it, mate. What's not to love? Gibbons. There you go. Fucking sweet. Uh, and finally from me, as I said, very slow news week. Like there was, there's a fair old bit out this week, but not nothing really compelling and nothing yeah, really worth reporting. Yeah, the thing. I was looking for it. I was like, this is all bullshit. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> nothing special. Um, Burnout Paradise. We... Uh, spoke about it a few weeks ago. It was rumoured that there was going to be a remaster coming out of Burnout Paradise. Uh, this has now been confirmed. It has a release date, uh, and it will arrive on the 16th of March. Uh, some things about it. Uh, it's going to run uh, 60 frames per second 
on the standard consoles in 1080. Uh, the Pro and the Xbox One X will run this thing in 4K60. Um, it's going to have uh, eight-player online, um, and it won't have microtransactions. Even though it said it would, but then they were like, no, yeah, it won't. So they, they kind of released something that suggested it was going to have like microtransactions Classic. and possibly even loot crates. I love it. Uh, and, and then they retracted that and said that was a mistake in the marketing campaign and it wasn't supposed to yeah, have because that. because the marketing and it won't have campaign was produced months ago when these were things that they were going to put in their games. And now they're like, oh, no, <laughs> we're not, but we might later. We were never going to do that. No, we weren't doing that. We're not a bunch You can of trust things. us. Yeah. Really, hey? Uh, JJ brought this up in our in in the Discord chat. If you want to get on our Discord channel, just go over to our website, thejfgpodcast.co.uk. Hit that Discord button and join in. We talk about video games. We love a bit of it. Yeah. So yeah, he brought it up, saying it's coming out. Um, I was like, yeah, just make a new one. He was like, or do you really want to pay a hundred dollars for another game, uh, another Burnout with like a season pass, riddled with Never Speed style loot boxes? Yeah, he's got a point there. I probably don't want to do that. Probably not. No. But do I want to spend £35 on a remaster of Burnout Paradise when I've already got it on my PC? Mm, I mean, the PC thing's irrelevant if you wanted to play it with Everyone friends. else. Okay, do I want to play Burnout Paradise again? I would. I would imagine not. Probably not. I feel like I've had my fair share of that game. I never thought that like the map was that big as well. In that it wasn't. Game. There, no, it wasn't why. that big. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, I'd be interested if it had VR. But <laughs> there's been been no mention of that whatsoever. So, uh, crash time in VR. What? Yeah. What? That's where I am now. Right. There you go. Take it to the next level, buddy. Why not? Gibbons, Matthews Bridge, Matthews probably. Matthews Bridge, yeah, that's what I should. Take Gibbons. It. So yeah, there you go, buddy. That's uh, that's my uh, slightly uninteresting and not very much news. So uh, I think it's probably time to hand over to you for my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well, buddy. And that would be Ash's news, favourite things of the week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's news, favourite thing of the week. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, fuck all this week. Uh, as you say, no news week. Um, Stardew Valley multiplayer is coming with the 1.3 patch. When that drops, nobody knows. Ooh. Um, up to four people. I'm giving you actual stuff here, like the news information. It's weird. I don't like it. I know. Sorry. Well, yeah, there you go. That's all you get in then. No more about that. <laughs> what i want to know is if it's going to be cross-platform because that'd be pretty cool anyway that would be cool what so you could play on your switch and i could play on the ps4 well that's not going to work because sony cunts um but yeah (laughs) yeah you could get it on your mac i'm thinking on steam oh yeah yeah do that switch yeah exactly um uh what did i say yeah four people apparently you can get married to each other as well which is nice I'll, I'll, i'll marry you i'll marry you yeah. Yeah. If we just announced our engagement or something. It's the very it? first JFG podcast wedding yeah. on the cards there, but that's weird. Get married on top of a mountain. Ah. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. 
Uh, what else is there? Fucking... There's a game called Mavericks. I don't really know much about it, but the headline was Forget PUBG. Mavericks has 400 player battle royale with world RPG elements. Sounds- you said... You said why doesn't people do more players? For, uh, 101. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, they've gone 400. These you think guys they've kind of jumped four, the gun there? 400s, yeah. Uh, first person shooter, something. Mavericks. Um, yeah, I don't know. Battle Royale games, they're all the rage these days. Sure. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. And finally, buddy, <laughs> the um, feel good thing of the week. Uh, nah, I, I haven't. Nah, I can't do it again. Like, last week was special. But anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog film dated for November 2019. Yay! <laughs> How shit's that going to be? It's what everyone wants. I mean, if any game was a film, (laughs) probably Sonic. No one actually likes Sonic, do they? I don't like it. He's a cunt. The only time that I kind of liked Sonic was in the cartoon, and he ate loads of chili dogs. And he was a bit of a cunt. Sonic will be directed by Jeff Fowler, who is making his directorial debut with the project. Fucking sweet. There you go. I mean, I'm in. Sign me. I up. mean the the executive producer is Tim Miller, who is the director of Deadpool. Okay. Is it going to go I mean, a bit dark? Could, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a really sweary Sonic adventure. Really sweary. I kind of. I could. I. I would definitely watch an X-rated Sonic, not triple X-rated yeah. Sonic. I mean, Red maybe. band Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. What's the, what was his name? Shadow the Hedgehog. He was the dark one, wasn't he? Yeah. Not yeah. racist, by the way. That no, he was. No, he was. The, he was. He was genuinely dark. He was the darky. Yeah. He was dark. Yeah. So there you go, buddy. There's fuck all news. Favorite things this week. Uh, very light on the news, and I've been trawling it all week. You know. Nothing. Yeah, same, buddy. I've been keeping an eye out, but there's just Nothing. fuck all going it's on. It's bullshit, mate. Bullshit. We're in the February lull. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, thank you for that news, buddy. That was your news, and before that was my news, such as it was. Uh, and now we'll move on. And now it's time for Out This Week. That's Out This Week, buddy. What's, sure what's Out This Week? Have we got any um, anything good? Well, Moss, obviously. Yeah, we got a moss. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, we've got uh, games for gold, buddy. Oh, games games um, for gold. We haven't got PS Plus because uh, the first is on Thursday, so they can wait. Oh, yeah, uh, they got first. another week. Don't worry. We've got another week. Yeah. So there's that annoying fucking thing again. Uh, what I will say about the PS Plus lineup is there have been rumours from a certain Spanish YouTuber who has had inside access to PS uh, Spain, that March's PS Plus will be, quote, the best ever since its inception in 2011. Nack um, We'll believe that when our shit turns Nack purple. Two. It tastes like rainbow sherbet, buddy. But, um, yeah, the best ever, apparently. Hopefully lots of VR games, buddy. That's kind of... That's your bag, baby. Givens, Givens. Haven't played that Star Blood Arena yet. What about that? that uh, have we got that Riggs as well? 
I didn't download it, I don't think, so unless you've got it on I've your got profile. It, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, sweet. I'll play that. Apparently that's the one that makes you feel super sick. So cool, be that's fun. why I'm sending it to you right now. Yeah, I'll vom- be a volcano. That's what I do. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> Xbox, Xbox games with gold, buddy, games for gold. Um, Xbox One gets the, uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon and Super Hot. Okay. Uh, and the 360, you get Brave the Video Game Fucking and sweet. Quantum Conundrum. And those are obviously backwards compatible as well. Brave so, the Video Game. On Xbox One X, upscaled to 4K. I sure mean, thing. better news than that. I've just sent rigs to your console. So there you go. Beautiful. You're welcome. Beautiful. Thanks so much for that. Uh, Trials of the Bad Dragon. It's a Trials add-on. So that reviewed very poorly. That's shit. Super hot. Yep. I'd love to play that game, but probably better in VR. I'm gonna say it is better in VR. And I would imagine that at this point that you, if you if you'd played, played it in, in VR, VR, then, then you'd be you'd like, get yeah, fuck all out of it playing is pointless, it. Pointless, yeah. Um, yeah. And just what is Quantum Conundrum? I don't even know that game on the 360. So like, it's fucking got to be absolutely terrible. Yeah, we're just both copy and pasting it. Oh, it's that game. Yeah, no. Okay, fine, cool. I mean. It's a I, I think, platformer, buddy. It's uh, rated highly, um, but I, I would expect more from a 360 game this day and age in Games for Gold. Yeah. And also better than Brave the video game. I mean, that's a fucking joke. I'm pretty sure Quantum Conundrum was PS Plus like ages ago as well. Oh, was it? I don't uh, know. Like before PS4. It's uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. a really long time ago. But yeah. Um, nothing special, really. I mean, super hot's the standout, but you yeah. can pick that up super cheap on the yeah, Xbox exactly. Live store, and, so. and also trials as well. You can buy like oh, I, don't, I just don't know. You can, you can probably buy all four of those games for fifteen pounds, yeah, or less, probably. Or less, yeah. So it's not great value, is it? I mean, obviously, value is not everything, and if the games are great, then the games are great. But the games aren't great. Games so. aren't great, so it's not great. No, so there we go. Uh, also, out this week we have. Uh, Gravel on the Xbox One. This is a new racing game from Milestone. It's an off-road game made by Milestone. Uh, they tend to make sort of the more budget basement yeah, racing games. I've looked at it um, and I'm like, this kind of looks a bit like uh, Sega Rally arcade I'd say, in a way. From the foot Yeah, I mean, a quick rundown of games that Milestone have released or published. Um, oh, uh, Ride. Valentino Rossi, the video game, Great MXGP, game. Uh, Sebastian Loeb Rally, Great game. Uh, WRC, Ducati uh, 90th Great Anniversary game. Edition. Great game. You get the idea. Did um, they release Handball? Because that's also another great game. Uh, I'm going to say no. So. It's got to be some European crazy people that produce Oh, that was Big Ben published that one. Oh, the yeah. other sort of budget UK team. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, that's Gravel. Uh, we've also got De Blob 2 on PS4 and Xbox One, De Blob. which is a yeah. side-scrolling yeah. platformer where you play as a blob. Um, we've got Immortal Redneck on the Xbox One. Obviously. Great name. Um, yeah, yeah. This is a, a first-person shooter roguelite. Reminded me of that tower thing that we had on PS Plus a little while back. 
um, with the sort of various robots and the levels that kind of designed themselves and were different every time. It's got those roguelike elements. Um, but yeah, basically like a tower progression type game. Uh, you've got Moss for PSVR it's coming out this week and I might might well pick that up if I can justify buying yet another game <laughs> this week. <laughs> Payday 2 comes to Switch. Brilliant. Payday 2. Fucking sign me up. I just I can't get enough Payday 2. I it mean, just needed to come out on another console. I need and, and it then. on at least every device that I own. Givens. Which is all of them. When did Payday 2 actually <laughs> come out? Like, seriously. Well, because, on the 360. Yeah, it was just a fucking... 2013. We're talking five years ago. Actually, yeah, yep. that's, that's not that long ago, to be honest. I thought it's on a lot of. It felt like longer <sighs> than that. That's surprising. I can't believe me. it's been out on everything. It feels like it's been out on everything. It has but... uh, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, 360, PS3, Windows, and also Linux. It's out on Linux. <laughs> out on Linux. All the yeah, all our budding Linux. I remember having listeners. a good time with that game. Up a, up to a stage, and then it just was shit because it was too. Yeah, it hard. didn't run very well. No, it didn't, didn't run very, very well good. on the 360. Maybe it'll run really well on the Switch. Maybe. Doubt it. Probably not. Yeah, we should pick oh, well. it up on the PS4 and try it out. It's normally mm. in that bracket of like four pounds, like every it, other. It's month. tempting for that sort of price. We'll do it. I heard it was riddled with loot boxes and stuff, though. Although, there were, did they yeah, take those out a, again? I, I think they took it out, because didn't it go free-to-play for a bit, and they were like, no, this doesn't work. I don't know. I feel like we should move on from Payday 2, because who really cares? Finally out this week, we have <laughs> Rift Star Raiders on the Xbox One. It's another good name. Uh, and this is a top-down uh, sort of puzzle asteroids-type game where you float around as a little ship. And, Just uh, uh, on a side note, do stuff. Why are you talking about that? Side note, our our um, oh, what's it called? Our group is it in Monster Hunter World? Uh, called uh, we're called the Backdoor Raiders. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's our business. It's what we get into. <laughs> You're all about it. Yeah, it's like, what you're known for. Backdoor raiding. Yeah. Twenty four corner seven. in the market in backdoor raiding. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, mate. Sorry. Lowering in the tone once again. <laughs> well, there you go. That's out this week. Um, there's not really anything, is there, to be honest? I'm excited about the PS Plus games. Yeah, they're mm. going to be the best ones ever. ever. So what's the best one been so far? Rocket League. Certainly Rocket League was the most successful. But what about um, best? I don't know. Metal Gear Solid. I mean, you bought that game, though. Yeah. Um, Knack. I don't know. I can't think of anything that's like that was incredible. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Rocket League. Got to be. Nothing's, I think it is Rocket League. Nothing's yeah. beating that on that kind of level. I thought Transistor was a good one. Yeah, Transistor was good. Um... I can't really think of anything else. I know, right? They're, they've all been so shite, to be honest. Guacamole. Guacamole. Uh, yeah, that was good. Um, King's Quest, wasn't that? That was just Journey. One of the, 
Journey, yeah. That was good. That's a really good game. Maybe we'll uh, do the top five next week, top five PS Plus games so far. Have we done that already? I feel like we might have done that. I think we might have, but we'll do there's it again. been more now, so we can do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again. We'll just fucking rehash. It's Rocket League. League. That's, that's what people Rocket do League. with the top fives. Gibbons. <laughs> well, there you go. That's out this week. Sweet. Every week, we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beats. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mobile. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beat. Mm, street Beat. We want to know. Get on the show. Get on the show. And this this week we got a bit of a discussion. This was inevitably going to happen, buddy, in this VR-heavy episode with regular contributors to the show, Funk and PJ, uh, having played VR for the first time, uh, although PJ had done a, a terrible VR bungee jumping experience uh, some years ago. Uh, but that doesn't really compare to this. Uh, <laughs> but they, they had, uh, they, they've got some thoughts... Uh, on their experience, buddy, and I thought I would I would read them out here. So uh, this is this is what they thought. Here we go. So uh, PJ says uh, thought the VR experience of the weekend was cool. Works great with the racing games. Makes you really feel the tracks, undulations, and camber, etc. Was really immersive in Resident Evil, and the best was Super Hot, which was loads of fun, but a pretty terrible name. <laughs> great name, Super. Hot. Super hot. Super hot. Great name. He says, uh, hasn't swayed me to buy one, but I'm less of a fuck VR mindset now and can see it having a lot of potential when the hardware has the beans to up the resolution in the headset and once there is a greater array of compatible or made-for VR games. Oh, so he's like, I like it, but just not yet. Yeah, I think that was the impression I got from the pair of them, really. They thought it was very cool, but felt also that it was still too niche and there wasn't really enough there yet for them yeah. uh, in terms of actually taking the plunge themselves. Funk kind of echoes that. He says, yeah, it's a weird one. I really enjoyed it. Racing was great. Resi was scary, but not my bag, really. Loved Super Hot and the heist demo thing. I'm still kind of in the fuck VR camp, though, as I think it's so far away from having enough quality games to make it worthwhile for your average Joe for the money. He says, it's great that one of us has it because we can come and play it. Woo! <laughs> the, experience, <laughs> nice. the experience I'm waiting for is how we play Project Cars together on a game night, but in VR. Oh, probably next-gen next consoles now, though, you reckon? And PJ kind of echoes that and says, yeah, next-gen. So I think uh, that's kind of what they I were just thinking. just got to say, Project Cars in VR, where someone jumps over you, like in the video on YouTube that I posted, I would shit myself, I think. That'd be special. I don't know what I would do. Jesus. That reaction. I think that's the thing. This is the thing. At the moment, um, there is not enough content for your average gamer to feel that they should take the plunge. It's been out, what, uh, a year and four or five months or something now? Four, Yeah, it's coming up on 18 months in sort of April time. 
And, you know, in that time frame, do you feel like it, it's had enough um, developers obviously developing for it? I mean, we're not specifically looking at PSVR here, I guess we're looking at all of them, but I mean, if you looked at like uh, exclusive uh, VR games compared to non-exclusive, would you say the exclusive ones are a step above of the other ones or not really? I think it's kind of hard to say at this point. I think across 18 months of a console's release, I think if you looked back to when the PS4 came out um, and looked at the top 10 games for the PS4 in its opening 18 months... That would be like Battlefield 4 or something. It was was pretty shite. It was Um, was a bad launch. It was Certainly the first year was quite terrible, Mm -hmm. and the only thing that really propped it up was all of those EA franchise games. Yep. Uh, which weren't especially compelling anyway. Uh, and would you rather have quirky, weird VR experiences made by independent studios or a rehashing of a Battlefield game or uh, FIFA in a new engine with the same yeah. sort of stuff? I think if you compare it to a console launch, uh, I don't think it's too bad. What I would say is I don't believe that the support from the mainline AAA developers is that forthcoming. And a lot of that is probably to do with uh, certainly the limitations of of the hardware. The fact that the PS4 is only so powerful, can only do so much. And it's worth noting that some of the stuff it does is, is truly remarkable. I mean, I haven't played Skyrim or Doom yet in VR, um, one thing I will say, the, the teleporting is, is, is not really my bag, but certainly it does work far better when you're holding a move controller and you've got precise definition of where you want to aim. It, it actually works a hell of a lot better than I was expecting it to. But the bottom line is the software isn't there yet. And Mel echoed this last week. Um, and I'll be, I'm, I'm sorted for a couple of months now, and then I'm going to have to start seeking out new experiences as well. Um, but what it needs, uh, I mean, the racing games will take care of themselves. I think this year there'll be new racing games. I wouldn't be at all surprised if F1 had some sort of VR mode in it this year, but I don't think you're going to see, certainly on this technology, as as Funk and PJ kind of uh, alluded to there, it's not got the chops mm-hmm. to to have, you know... GT Sport with online play in VR, it can only do one computer car, uh, and that's a bit of a problem. Um, so I think they're right. I think that this it needs to build and find its feet for the rest of this generation, and then if it's still got its ten- tendrils in then and it's sold another couple of million units, then when the next PlayStation comes out, there should be enough power there because you're already seeing it on on the PC, on the Oculus and on the Vive. You can play Project Cars. You can play uh, shooters, all manner of stuff uh, in VR. The console just hasn't got, quite got the beans, which is, to be honest, understandable considering the, the golf in price is pretty substantial. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. It's... Uh, one thing I will say, it's, it really is incredible technology. Uh, I think it's quite amazing. I love the fact that I've got it, and uh, I'm wi- more than willing to find the fun, persevere with stuff. I also I play games with the misses quite a lot, and so sharing it actually works a hell of a lot better than you would think. Having like three or four people in a room take it in in turns, yeah. trying out new stuff, 
is is it's cool it, it's just a really enjoyable experience it's not got the sort of closed-minded sort of uh fuck off atmosphere of, of i'm inside my little bubble and no one talked to me or anything uh it worked pretty well in that respect nice but, yeah we just had dan in the chat he said um i just used ps4 uh psvr for the first time fork <laughs> it's pretty yeah it, it's amazing when you first put it on it's absolutely amazing um and and we'll talk i'm sure we'll talk about it loads more when you come down and try it out as well yeah man definitely. Um, then we can have a much better sort of two-way conversation about it and i'll have a few more games at that point as well there's there's other stuff i haven't tried yet that i want to that's rigs. out like the in, the impatient rigs <laughs> eagle flight i really like the look of yeah. um elite dangerous is one that i might want to get into yeah, as man, well definitely. So. That's cool. there's stuff there but uh but yeah finally um funk asks this question um he says what's alex looking forward to in the next year for his new toy so he 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 likes the look of that uh, that london heist follow-up uh, that's certainly one that i'm pretty excited about um i i'm looking forward to blood and truth that is the the guys who made the london heist they're making a full-blown game the london heist is like a one-hour demo this is a full single-player experience uh a sort of lock stock kind of thing and the london heist as as corny as it is it knows that it is it's a bit funny it's a bit sweary it's like it's a lot of you fatty mug me off a lot yeah. of that going on um it's really really cool and 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 that's going to be an absolute day one must buy for anyone with a vr headset that game um moss obviously uh i'll probably pick that up pretty soon uh wipeout is getting a full-blown vr mode this year um that yeah, I mean, that game's awesome, Wipeout, but the idea that you could play the whole thing uh, in VR is really That's exciting. and scary. They might have a few tricks up their <laughs> sleeve there. Uh, yeah. Everyone might just chunder everywhere, buddy. Who knows? Um, obviously, Dreams from Media Molecule, they're making a game where... Um, you can create you can stuff. Your own like, games, exactly. That's going to have um, it's going to have full one. VR shortly after launch. You'll be yeah. able to make VR games and so on and so forth. Uh, and the other really interesting one, making use of that uh, PlayStation, uh, that gun controller that Farpoint uses. Um, there's a game coming out called Bravo Team, uh, also from London Studio, I believe, uh, and that is a co-op sort of Delta Force esque tactical shooter. Uh, a cover shooter where you can play the whole co-op experience with a friend um and i don't think that's been done yet so that sounds very cool quite a big step forward and something worth noting uh, and and certainly resident evil really shows this off is when you you're you're hiding behind a wall and you're thinking and you go oh i wish i had some way of like peering around the corner and then you realize you can literally peer around the corner so you're hiding behind a wall and then you just like, hang on and you just lean on your whole body <laughs> and look out around the corner and you can see down the corridor. Um stuff like that's just fucking ripe for for, for virtual reality stuff. So so yeah, that that'd be it. Uh, there's that's five there for you to start off. Wipeout's a bit cheaty, but I'll have it anyway. Hmm. Um and obviously looking forward to E three, hopefully there'll be some big announcements there as well. Nice buddy. Uh, Dan's just in the chat again. Uh, is just said uh, PS4 optical drive just died. Just a quickie, slim or pro for a, a replacement? Is it worth the extra ton? Uh, 
Has he got a 4K telly? He has got a 4K telly. Then, yeah, I'd say. Would you? I would say, at this stage in the game, yes, upgrade to the Pro, because a lot of games are utilising that uh, extra power now. Uh, I spoke about Monster Hunter, how, you know, you, you can... Uh, upscale stuff in that um the, they seem to be supporting the pro a lot more with the new beta patch that's out at the moment um yeah we have it but it's all over the internet so we can talk about it um um even though it's for 1080p tvs the super sampling and stuff like that so on a 4k tv you have the option to use super sampling i guess and run it at 1080p instead on your 4k telly uh, if you want to get a better frame rate um, so yeah, you, you could go down that route, or um, as I've been looking at replacement parts for controllers, you could actually just buy a replacement optical drive. Um, there's all kinds of websites out there. Uh, Replace Base is a good one if you're going to go there. Uh, just quickly, if it's just the laser itself, um, you're looking around. I don't know, like 17 quid. Or you could buy uh, the replacement deck with the rails as well for like 25 quid. So, I mean, that is also an option if it is just your optical drive. Yeah, if it's just the drive, then 25 quid's pretty pretty reasonable for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, it depends how much you use the drive as well, doesn't it? Yes, that's true. So. Obviously, I, I've, I, I don't even... can't remember the last time I used mine, to be honest, unfortunately. Yeah, I use it for Metal Gear. Uh, obviously, PSVR Worlds came on a disc, so I've been playing that on there. Yeah. But uh, certainly, if you're buying a new console at this point, I would go, and you have a 4K telly, then yeah, I'm, you know, I would go for the Pro for, for um, 100 quid. It's well, it's, it's well worth it, it isn't it? For, it's odd. Like I haven't really noticed the difference because obviously I've been playing on a 1080p TV, but since the super sampling has come in, I can't really say this, but. I'm going to say anyway, because fuck it. Um, Yeah, I've noticed a massive difference, which is cool uh, for me. And also, um, in certain games, yeah, you do just get more frames, and uh, games will run a lot smoother. Um, Like, it's just a more pleasant PlayStation experience. And that's pretty much why I chose it, uh, because all my games are on PlayStation. I wanted something more powerful. This was the thing that was there, so I got it. Gibbons, also worth noting, if you have any interest in PSVR, and you say you just tried it out, uh, that that shit runs far better on the Pro in a lot of instances. A lot of games run better on the PS4 Pro. uh, And also games that uh, you kind of want to get that experience where one person's playing and everyone else is watching on the TV. Mm. The PS4 natively, uh, it'll it'll box the screen, it'll it'll, it'll downscale it, uh, and on the Pro, you'll still get some of that... 1080 goodness when you've got someone playing in the headset as well so yeah in terms of performance texturing and stuff in the headset it all helps like it it all improves things a big a great deal if you were looking to go down that route at all gibbons so yeah so thanks very much for that to dan and to pj and to funk and uh jj as well because you were talking to him about stuff this week as well gibbons yeah don't want to miss anyone buddy we're inclusive here oh everyone's a winner baby Gibbons. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 151 of the podcast. Uh, I've got that VR chat out of my system. I'll try and keep that to a minimum because who gives yeah. a fuck about We're gonna that? We're going to have fuck all to talk about next week because you'll be playing VR still and I'll still be playing Monster Hunter. Gibbons, it's true. Yeah. I like how yeah. we just I'll... fucking get it all out in one episode. Like, new stuff, yeah! And then it's like, oh... 
Yep, still playing that one this week and for the next five to six weeks. Well, I'll have finished Resi next week, so I can have a chat about that. Oh, nice, um, cool. And may may have played Moss. We'll see, but um, yeah, who knows? I guess I can talk about new games if I've bought them. And yeah. rigs, I'll talk about rigs. Rigs, mate. Yeah, I need to know if that makes you vom. Desperate to know. Yeah, I need to know. Put paper down. Needs to try out VR porn at some point as well, buddy. Get yeah, that swivel chair on there, mate. Yeah, swivel, swivel it round. Yeah. yeah. VR gangbang. Uh, what are we going to play now? Pez. Okay. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> sweet, let's do that We're then. We're not playing Monster Hunter World right now. It's too late in the mix. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I don't want to I don't want to try and get into that at 10 past 10. No, on it's a, a bad idea. You need to set out at like, you know, half seven, eight o'clock on an evening and I'll be there with you holding your hand to be like, bear with me, buddy. We'll get through this. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end it's like, like plan, no, still shit. <laughs> oh no, yeah we may... JJ kind of mocked me this week as well um, or mocked both of us this week like because obviously when I was playing with him he was just like yeah I, I, I vaguely remember a couple of guys saying that this game was like really shit and looked terrible I'm like yeah, like, yeah I, I haven't changed my tune on that thing yet well that's true half of us still feel the same Boy, way it was wank Fuck yourself. There yeah. you go. Um, <laughs> just, just cool. me is the cunt then. Well, go. I'd imagine things might have changed by this time next week, but Maybe. we shall see, buddy. That's another great reason to join us, of course. Oh, um, yeah. You can find us uh, in a variety of places. Our name oh, I still haven't fixed the website issue with the email thing, so don't use that as the contact reference. Uh, yeah, we haven't heard from that mystery dude who emailed us. And I got another one it. as well. I, I feel like I'm getting spammed. Hopefully they are spam and it's not genuine people trying to contact us. I know, right? Because there's yeah. a million other ways of doing that. There are several other ways. Please yeah. tell us where. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk and if you do want to contact us at the moment, you can use the contact page oh, or, or no. JFG Street Beat. You can't use the contact page. You can't. You, that's the thing that's broken. Yeah. Okay. Uh, JFG Street Beat on the website. You can yeah. use that to contact. Fill your us. fucking boots. Even if you just want to say, uh, "I sent something to your contact page and it's fucked," you assholes. That's fine. We'll read that out. So pop that in there. <laughs> Fill your boots. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Twitter. We're on. Uh, some of the video streaming sites, YouTube, we're on there. We're on Twitch.tv. We're on uh, Mixer.com, aka Beam.FuckingPro. Uh, SoundCloud.com forward slash Just for Gamers. If you want to listen to episode 120 something, uh, that's fine. That'll, that'll just stay like that until the next time. Archive.org is down one week, and I have to emergency-wise chuck it up on something else, nice. and then maybe it'll be updated at that point. Maybe uh, come and join our PS4 community. I've got some pictures from my trip to the zoo today. All season things that may or may not be horses. Um, might need some help on that, buddy. So come and join our PS4 community. Just search the JFG podcast on your app or on your console and come and join us. Um, I'm going to do some streaming this week. Uh, it's what? come to my attention that the camera, as well as tracking my movements, can live stream me. So uh, I think probably in VR, a good idea. Looking yep. like a, a melon. Looking like a moron. Yeah. Uh, I'll watch who, that. Who wouldn't like that? So expect a little bit of that from me in the coming days, buddies. Um, and of course, we're also on Google+, Plus. if that is how you choose 
to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Until then, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. 